What's poppin', say Regal fam? As y'all already know, it's your girl, Regal, and we back up in this thing with another episode of the Fuck Self-Doubt series. And I apologize that it's been so long since the last episode, but I do want to shout out my loyal supporters who have been on my head, not only just for the episodes, but encouraging me. I love y'all, y'all real ones, and you know who you are. Um, without even saying you already know who I'm talking to. And I know y'all gonna listen to this as soon as I upload it. Because y'all been waiting on it for a minute now. But I just want to say thank you, y'all. It's always a pleasure and honor being here with you guys. And I'm gonna talk a little bit about lately. Kind of what I've been going through and stuff. But, you know, I always say on my podcast, it's about progression, not perfection. And I have to remind myself, like, when you start doing things and you see them going well for you... Don't stop because you get to a place where you feel better or you feel content. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep doing those things or else you'll end up back in the same situations that led you to feeling like that. And some of the things that always make me feel better is making content, working on my podcast, um, excuse me, and being creative, like in doing my makeup and things like that. So that's low-key what I'm doing right now. I'm recording this podcast. I'm doing my makeup. Um, some of you guys may know today is the like 21st, yeah, the 21st year anniversary of my grandmother's passing. And yesterday I was feeling like, oh, you know, since mom's gone, it's different. Um, just because, you know, I never thought growing up that I would feel something stronger than the pain of losing my granny until I lost my mother. But um, today it did hit me a little weird. I was having an amazing day. You know, I woke up, lit my Palo Santo, and um, was just setting the intentions for the day. Went to work, had an amazing day at work, got home, had some amazing time with my baby. And then I was just really emotional because for 21 years on this day, I have been checking on my mom, taking care of my mom, making sure, hey, mom, you want to go out to eat? How are you doing? Are you good? Just making sure I spend time with her. And so... So it was hard because I don't have to do that anymore. And although I know my mom's in the best place she could be because she's finally back with her mom, it still hit me hard um, toward the end of the night. So I was like, you know what? Forget that. Record an episode of my podcast. I'm going to beat my face. And then, yeah, we're going to be lit. And that's what we're doing. So here we are. And I don't know if I already said it, but fuck self-doubt. And let's get back up in this thing. So... Um, I am going to still do this episode about escaping uh, escaping domestic violence because, as you guys know, I am a survivor and I'm a victor of domestic violence. And I say that because I'm not going to use my a victim. I'm not a victim to anything. I'm going to survive and I'm going to be victorious always. I'm always going to come up on top. And so if you're going through it or you've been through it too and you used to say, are you still say, oh, I'm a victim of domestic violence. Let's stop that right there, babe. But you survived. If you didn't kill you, you are a survivor. You're strong. You're beautiful. And you are a goddess. You are victorious over all things. Anything that's trying to bring you down, you are victorious over it. So that's first and foremost. Um, but as I was driving home today, I was just kind of thinking like, a lot of the times when people are talking about domestic violence, it's like, oh, girl, I wouldn't put up with that. Like, you need to leave and you need to do this and you need to do that. And it's like, yeah, I get that. You do definitely need to leave. But there's a lot of different things that come into it. You know, no one thinks about the mental and emotional manipulation, um, feeling like 
you're going to die without this person or believing the threats that maybe they will kill my family if I leave. I mean, because you're already like, well, shit, they beating my ass. What's the difference between them beating my mom's ass? They don't even like her. Or going outside my kid's head or to my sister's house or any of those things. And as I was going through the statistics of domestic violence, even going to work, there are so many different um, statistics that show that murder takes place in the workplace. So there's definitely some things that you have to do to be cautious about it. I know just getting up and leaving or telling someone is not always the easiest option, but staying is not the easiest option either. Um, I mean, it's not the best option, not the best option at all, you guys. So I feel like there's three little phases you got to go through before you can really be able to physically be like, all right, I'm out and really get up and go. You have to first emotionally you have to leave emotionally then you have to leave mentally and then you can finally leave physically because once you free your emotions and your mind from a situation the physical has no other option but to follow suit no other option so I suggest if you are still in love with your um with your abuser fall in love with you baby girl And that's what you got to work on first is self-love. And no, that's not going to happen overnight or shit. Maybe it will. Who knows? Because once you really commit to something, the time that it takes differs from everybody. As long as you truly committed to it. And you say, well, how do I fall in love with myself? Being in love with yourself requires a lot of discipline. It requires a lot of unchanging behaviors that you've probably been taught in using your entire life. But where I started was doing, and I did this a few times actually, um, a 20 day, uh, 20, yeah, 21 day challenge of positivity. And get some of your homegirls involved because, one, I know a lot of us, our groups of females that we rock with a lot of the times is filled with insecurities and self-hatred and destruction. So if you can have somebody help you with this, somebody hold you accountable, or maybe you know somebody, shit, and if it needs to be me, I'll really give out my email too and my phone number. Y'all can get me in on it because... Just because I've done this challenge multiple times does not mean I can't do it again and still get something different out of it. Self-love is a lifelong journey. It's not something that, okay, boom, I love myself, now I'm good. It's something that you have to constantly work at, like any relationship. The relationship with yourself is one that needs constant work. But I started with a 21-day challenge of positivity. So me and my sisters, we would text um, each other. We had a group chat and we would text each other something positive about ourselves every day for 21 days. And when you hear it, it's like, oh, that's easy enough. But when I tell you, it's a little difficult because after you get over the real basics, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm pretty or... Oh, I like my style, um, our smile, or I'm very loving and I'm caring and I'm funny. And you like, oh, damn, <laughs> we only on day 10. Like I got 11 more days. Like what I'm gonna do? You got to dig deep and you really have to do soul searching and get out of the surface level stuff and really figure out, well, who the hell am I really? And what are 21 things that I like about myself? 
And then, yeah, you get a little sad, like, damn, I can riddle off 21 things I love about my best friend right now, or my sister, or my mama, or my nieces, or my nephews. And it's a struggle for me to think of 21 things that I love about myself. But it's okay, because we got to start somewhere, right? So start by doing that. And if you're not in a situation where you can write to a group chat or anybody else, get a journal. If you're not in a situation where you can write a journal, maybe just shit. Tell the 21 things to yourself in the mirror after your shower. Find somewhere in the closet getting ready for work. If you really can't write it down, if your situation is that severe, you can't write things down, you can't comment or message other people, say it to yourself when you're getting in this, uh, getting ready for the day, getting ready for bed. You're beautiful. And if you, honest to God, cannot come up with 21 things, no judgment here. Y'all notice the judgment-free zone. Don't trip. You'll get there. If you can't think of 21 things to say positively about yourself, simply tell yourself every single day, I love you. I love you. I love you. And one of them days, you're going to look yourself in the mirror and you're going to really feel the love. It's not going to just be, maybe I'm just doing this to get better or this is a lie, but I'm going to do it anyway. You're really going to swell and you're going to feel the warmth of, oh my God, like I love you, girl. Like I really love you. And you're going to be so happy. Like I know it sounds weird, but there's so, our words are so powerful, so powerful. And that's honestly how I felt this, found the beauty in myself. Um, as some of you guys may know, like I used to get bullied in elementary school, um, and people used to make fun of me all the time. And so I really thought I was just like, okay, I've been fat my whole life, but I really thought I was fat and ugly. Like I just didn't see any beauty in me at all. So I would literally make myself stand in the mirror, butt naked right out the shower. And I would just tell myself like, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're not ugly. You're not ugly. And I don't know, because I was real young. I don't know when or how long it took for the change to happen. But one day when I looked in the mirror, this time I smiled. And I'm like, damn, like, your face is not ugly, like, at all. Like, you're really pretty. Like, look at those cheekbones. Look at those lips. Like, girl, you're cute. Like, what are you talking about? And it was the truth. Like, I wasn't lying to myself. And it was a beautiful, beautiful feeling. So one, that's what you're going to do. We got to break that emotional tie. And so if you're tied to yourself emotionally, you don't have to worry about being tied to this abuser emotionally because you're like, look, Pippin, <laughs> all that stuff we was doing three weeks ago, we're not doing now because I love me. You know what I'm saying? 21 days to break a habit. Just think of that. 21 days to break a habit. I know if you're in a severe situation, you can count 21 days solid probably of getting your ass beat. So why can't you give yourself 21 days of caressing that ass? You know what I'm saying? Loving on that ass and boosting that ass up, encouraging that ass, girl, because it looked nice from where I'm sitting. But that's another point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But remember, that ass fat and it looked good, girl. Keep telling yourself that. Pump yourself up, gas yourself up, and shit. I do it for free every single day if you need me to. Don't trip. Get at me. Mentally, emotionally, cut the ties. Mentally. 
So after you've been loving on yourself these 21 days, loving on yourself, trying to change the way you actually feel about yourself. Now you got to start speaking life into yourself. I deserve better. I will no longer allow this treatment. This is not the life I'm meant to live. Tell yourself, now you got to keep doing it, building up every single day. Take another 21 days. And shoot, don't stop the love portion of it. Just add two. Add two. I love me and I deserve more than what I'm getting in this situation. I love myself so I can no longer take this treatment. I love myself so I'm working to better myself. Add that to it. Now you got something else like, okay. And now you're going to be a little bit more motivated because you've already seen the effects of... Damn, I've been loving myself, okay? I'm speaking life into this. Not the situation, but I'm speaking life into me. I'm speaking life into whoever you are. Speak that life into yourself. And then after a while, you can start mentally preparing to get the hell out. Now start doing the physical things. Get all your important papers. Don't do it. Maybe he sleep. Maybe he go to the bar. I don't know. Maybe he a cheater. Maybe he out of his homegirl house. All that stuff. Get the important papers. Get them together. Put them in one spot. Hey, I'm going to the grocery store. Do you need anything? No? All right. Here, mama, hold this. Go drop the papers off. Here, hold this. He ain't got to know. Grocery shop, come home. You can cook dinner. You need anything else? He talking all his shit that he do every night. Okay, cool. I got to get ready for work. You go to bed, get in your shower, you do your regimen. In the morning, when you're getting ready, speak love. Hey, beautiful, how you doing this morning? It's going to be an awesome day. Anything that he do, I don't come, care if he come in the bathroom and slap you. He leave out the bathroom, get up. It's going to be okay. We are going to beat this. We are better than this. We deserve more than this. Keep speaking. Every time he try to get you out of your positivity, every time the situation tries to break you, let it know who the hell it's fucking with. We are not meek, mild little things. We're women. Do you understand that we create life? Life grows within us. We are goddesses. Hmm. It's time for us to walk within our power. So... Keep doing that because when you're trying to better yourself, shit don't get easier. Shit tries to knock you down. One, because the enemy don't like nothing trying to make his job harder. So if all you got, he got to do for you to F up your own stuff is for you to wake up and do his job for him. Of course, when you start trying to correct those behaviors, he's going to try to come at you. But he don't know who he fucking with either. So don't trip. You got this. You can do all things. All things. You create life, baby girl. You are bomb. So, you working. You going. Boom. Take a bag of clothes. Take it to your hunger house. Boop. All he think, oh, we're going to go do laundry. The washer's broken. I don't care if you got to snatch that damn holes off, girl. Oh, we got to go to the laundromat. The dryers, the washers broke it. Can you fix it? Go to the laundromat. Drop off a bag of clothes at your mama's house. Go to work on the way to work. Oh, I got to go to the grocery store after work. I'm going to be a little late coming home. Go get you a P.O. box. So you can start putting all your mail there. 
you get your paycheck. If you have access to your money, go open you a bank account. If you don't have um, access to your money, go let uh, somebody, somebody go um, let you borrow $25, $25 open a bank account. Hey, sis, mom, me, whoever it is, I need $25 so I can open this bank account so I can, I'm planning, I'm, I got to get out and I need help got you. I don't think there's going to be anybody in your life that knows what you're going through that is not going to be willing to help you get a bank account. And these are just things that you can do. Once you start getting, you know, strong enough, hey, the kids got a project, something's wrong with the Wi-Fi, our computer ain't working, got to take them to the library. Google how to get an order of protection. So you already have these things in play. And if he is hitting you, when you go in the bathroom or you're taking a shower, take pictures. Make sure you take pictures. All you're doing, and it's not looking at the big picture of everything you have to do to prepare to leave. Just, you're chunking it. You're working on your emotional, then you're working on your mental, and then you can start thing, getting things in order physically to prepare to leave. And then that way, you get that one last good hit. You got two options, sis. Either you can call the cops and let them handle it, or you can knock his ass upside the head with a cast iron skillet. The choice is yours. Whichever one you prefer. But just remember because we tend to think when we're getting abused that, oh my God, he's so powerful. He's so strong. But if he was really a strong, powerful man, he would have no reasons to put his hands on you. And they're really scared little boys. But since we see that potential, we, as women, we like to love on the potential of a man. Oh, he could be this and he could be that. Yes, as he could, but he don't want to be that. So right now we got to deal with where he's at. Deal with where he's at. So those are your two options, sis. Leave, call the cops, and you're not everything in place. So at this point, you're strong enough. That, oh, baby, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's so stupid. I can't live without you. Please don't do this. I I love you so much. I don't know why I keep hurting you like that. All that bullshit that they be spewing at you, you know better because you've been loving on yourself. You've been treating yourself better. So now you understand that, oh, yeah, I don't believe you because love don't look like this. And you know what it feels like and looks like because you've been doing it to yourself the right way. And now if we add that up, that's when, what, 42 days? It's been like two months? You in a different headspace. You're in a different heart position. You're in a different place to where he can't touch you anymore. And, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful place to be. Now, I'm not going to suggest everybody, you know what I'm saying? Don't try to fight him. Don't do that because what's the point? But when you do step up in a different way it's very shocking I had a run in with um, my abuser years later um, and see after I was abused and things like that I was real still still really close with his family I ended up forgiving him um, <laughs> some more fuck shit happened not abuse but shit anyway y'all, if y'all listen to my virginities episode y'all already know but I ended up forgiving him now, this man was homeless. I mean, talk about on his dick. He was bad. Homeless at the shelter, all this. And I was living with his parents at this time. And he wasn't even there. And they, um, 
He was like, yeah. I went and found him, brought him back to the house, and his mom was like, hey, make sure he don't sit his funky ass on my couch, my brand new couches, before taking a shower. And I'm like, don't trip, mama, I got you. So when he gets there, um, his dad had already cooked him food. He was like, just play the food in the fridge, um, microwave, just got to get heated up and stuff, da 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 And I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And he's trying to sit down on the couch. And I'm like, nah, uh-uh, you got to go take a shower. Like, mom already said, we can't do it. He must have forgot the year it was, and he thought we was back in uh, 2010, 2011. And he went to sit down, and I'm like, hey, Jordan, like, get your funky ass off the couch. Like, no, nigga, you got to get up. Go take a shower. And he hopped up, and he looked at me all pissed, and he was like, do you know who the fuck you talking to? (laughs) And I looked at him. And I gave him this, I must have been a crazy ass look because his eyes instantly changed. And I said, please, I fucking dare you. Hit me if you want to and I will leave your fat ass leaking on this motherfucking carpet. And I stared him in his eyes. And I hope he could feel the energy coming off me that said, dare me, motherfucker. And he looked at me and said, baby, I was just playing. I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm going to go take a shower. I bet you are. I bet you is going to take your ass upstairs and take a shower. Because at the end of the day, you're weak. And I see you. You can't touch me anymore. Because I have the power now. He never had the power. We've always had the power. I have it and I know I have it. And that makes a dangerous woman. So, baby girl, take your power. Take it back. It's always been yours. It's always been there. You just got to realize that. Once we realize it, ain't nothing a motherfucking soul on this earth can do to us. Realize our powers, queen. And you out the door. What else can this man do to you? You know you got the power. You know how to use your power. And anything that you want in this world, just like building up the strength to leave a man... Taking you through those steps of affirming, repeating those affirmations constantly. And don't stop when you get to a a comfortable or content place. Keep going because every level that you get to is going to require a different version of yourself. So you got to keep hustling. You got to keep going. And that's what you got to do, man. These abusers, they so damn afraid to be alone, to be without a woman they have no idea what to do but it's not our job to teach or to raise or to build up a little boy who thinks our jobs are to be his punching bag sex on demand slave not it and once you really start showing yourself the love that you deserve and not putting up with that phony ass BS the type of men that you attract is going to be different because just like I don't know if y'all can but you can tell when a guy is insecure you know the insecurities they can feel it 
So you just got to build yourself up. Everyone has insecurities, but don't be ruled by your insecurities because insecurities could be lying to you all the time, telling you're not good enough, you're not going to make it. In actuality, you are. Everything that you need to change your life is already within you. You just have to awaken it. And we awaken it by speaking to it, by speaking life to it. Um, And that's really all that you have to do. And those are the three steps, you guys. Now, I already said, like, I was going to give y'all my email. I'll give y'all all all that information at the end of this episode. If that sounds weird, maybe y'all like it. I don't know. I'm um, blending in my foundation. You just got to speak life to any situation, and. And even though I'm not in an abusive relationship any longer, if you can even call it a relationship, it was more like a situationship. He was winning in the situation, let me tell you. But anyway, dick wasn't even good. But anyway, (laughs) um, that can work for any area of your life. I have been committed to going to the gym and being a healthier version of myself because I know what's going to happen if I don't. Like, I'm old enough to where I've seen history repeat itself. My granny passed away when she was 64. High blood pressure, diabetes, cancer. My mama passed away last year, as y'all know. High blood pressure, diabetes, cancer. So if I don't change, we know. And we don't have to let our lives get so bad to where like okay I gotta change now let other people's mistakes or experiences guide us you know and that's why I feel that it's so important for me to share my truth and to walk in it because I could be helping people and even talking about this podcast right I have been beating myself up because I'm like yo You got to record an episode. Like, it's not even about you at this point. Like, too many people have reached out to me like, yo, I love what you're doing. You're lifting me up. You help me get through life. You drop so much wisdom on me. And knowing that, and when I stop, I'm like, oh, my God, you got to keep going. Like, you can't do this to them. And so I'm not in a position where I do good. With that being negative to myself. And so I got back into that little habit. Like, oh my God, like you're being an F up. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. You know, you're called to do this. Just do it. And that made me just want to call back into my shell. But I had to remind myself like, boo, you got to be just as, what is it I'm trying to say? What is I'm trying to say? (laughs) Oh Lord. I'm trying to say you have to be gentle to yourself. I had to remind myself, girl, you're going through so much. You're still grieving your mother. You just became a mom yourself. Your mom's not here to share in that with you. That makes you sad. Um, parenting become, gets hard sometimes, man. These little kids, they, whew, it gets hard. I was listening to a lot of outside influences. And then I reminded myself, baby, you don't need to listen to none of these outside influences. And it was definitely making me feel some type of way. Um, People that I love dearly telling me I do too much. 
I'm too explosive. It's hard to talk to me. And it's like, anyone who knows me, anyone who knows me knows, yeah, I'm easy to talk to. But sometimes I just realize that I don't always tell people what they want to hear. I really don't. And I feel like those are the kind of people that we need in our lives. Why you just want to be around a whole bunch of yes men, yes sirs, you know what I'm saying? We need somebody to say, you know what, I see you doing that, but it don't work. It's not working for you. It hasn't been in your still feeling this way or still going through these same situations. So maybe you should try something different. And what I realized is that a lot of people don't like that and don't want to be told that. So I had to get back to the basics for myself, making sure I clean my energy that I'm around on a daily basis, getting back to my affirmations, making sure I exercise, making sure I'm working on what I'm putting into my body, making sure I'm saying fuck self-doubt and pursuing my dreams, which I am so excited. I can't wait to tell you guys about it. But yeah, so don't think, okay, now I'm out of this situation and everything's just copacetic. I'm good. Even when you leave physically, still do those things because it's easy to trip back into old patterns. Um, real easy. I can tell y'all how many years it's been and, uh, since I've been single and not from my abusive ex. They were they were annoying, but they were good to me. But it's been years, and I'll still reach out like, hey, what you doing? Like, I miss you. Hey, what up? And I know that situation is so not good for me. Like, and I don't, I don't even want to say that, but not even on the bad. Like, we're just not good for each other. Let's say that. I don't hurt nobody's feelings. And say, like, we're not on the same level, but it just couldn't work. Maybe we're too much alike. Maybe we want different things, but it just wouldn't work. And I know that. And I still be like, hey, <laughs> I miss you. I did it. No, Rebecca, you're lonely. You're mourning. You have a lot of things going on. So just keep letting yourself know you deserve better. And I'm going to get better. Yeah, I've been single a long ass time and it sucks. But the joy of being single is that you can focus on yourself. And be as selfish as you need to without somebody feeling like, oh, you don't even care. You don't even care about a relationship. No, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I care about me more. Um, and I really don't want to hop in a relationship and be the toxic motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be in a relationship and be, we're both happy, heal, and we're growing together. Like, I don't want none of that bogus stuff. I'm projecting all my energies on them, wanting them to fix everything. Uh, no, I want to have that handled beforehand. You know what I mean? So just be mindful of it or you can slip back into those old patterns because it happens. We're human. But we are definitely goddesses, okay? So when you're feeling down about yourself, I don't know if all of y'all know who Lizzo is, but how can you not? Well, shoot until... Yep, I found out about her this year, so... I'm sure there's some people who don't know who she is. But Lizzo speaks about self-love and positivity. If you feeling bad 
go ahead and listen to Lizzo. Lizzo gonna make some music that's gonna get your mind right, have you feeling bomb about yourself as you should, and really knowing that you are that bitch, one hundred percent. Period. <laughs> and I just want to leave y'all with this: whatever you doing, wherever you are, just remember. It is not all right to let a motherfucker pound on you. Get out. Take some of these steps. See who around you can be an ally. And if you don't have anyone that you can trust to be an ally, reach out to your girl. I'm sure your dude don't know me. And I ain't tripping. I can fight. Um, And yeah. I got you. I'll I'll be your person. Even if you don't want me to help you or get involved, but you just need some information, um, I got you. I have some information, and I'm definitely going to leave it at the end of this episode, too. Um, I got the national hotline number. I got the local hotline number for you guys. I'm going to give you guys my information as well. Um, Just because I went through it. And what I did, though, because I knew I wasn't going to leave, I didn't tell my family. I was like, girl, we gonna be here. You ain't leaving. You ain't going nowhere. So what's the point of getting my family involved in a situation that I know I'm gonna continue to stay in, you know? So I stayed quiet. But as God would have it, that situation wasn't for me. And so I didn't escape because I didn't love myself. I didn't take the steps to start loving myself until way after I was already out of that situation. So that's why I'm giving you guys more than just, oh, just leave. But my family, they was like, okay, you ain't leaving. Don't trip. We coming to your house. And I'm like, to do what? Oh, they was coming to drag him out. Rain, sleet, snow. I think it was like five, six women. It was my mama, my sister, Siobhan, my sister, Stacy, my sister, Mia, and Nana, Nana Jackie. I was like, wait, what? Oh, they said, look, if that nigga ain't out your house by Sunday at 4.30, we come in and kick his ass out. And I was like, y'all can't do that. That's my house. And they all looked at me like, <laughs> watch us. And um, there definitely was about to be some shit going down that day. Because as God would have it, when I tell you that morning, he spazzed out. He was on drugs. He spazzed out and started praying, screaming, calling on God. He pissed himself. Like, it was a whole bunch of stuff going on. Um, he made me kick all the homies out. Like, oh, everybody got to go. He wouldn't talk to me until everybody was gone. And he just started crying and holding my face. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And, you know, I heard it all before. But this time, I'm kind of shook. Like, why? Like, are you okay? Like, he was like, no, I'm so sorry. Like, he was just like, please forgive me, God. Please forgive me. And he was just like, we need to pray. We need to pray. We praying and praying and stuff, and it was weird, and I didn't know what the heck was going on. And uh, he left. He was like, I can't stay here no more. And I'm like, what do you mean? Um, And all, like, because up to this point, right, I'm telling him, like, yeah, you got to go just for the weekend. Like, go to your mom's house, go to the homie's house or something, because, like, my family's coming here, and they're going to kick you out. And he was like, what the hell you mean? Like, how they going kick, to um, kick me out of our spot? And I'm like, nigga... <laughs> Don't ask questions. You just got to go because 
fuck all that shit you talking about. They come in and kick you out. And then he was like, you just going to let them kick me out? My hands are tied. It's, it's above me now. It's above me. <laughs> I can't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? And so he didn't leave because of that. But he got out the house. And I'm always so thankful because I really think that some horrible stuff would have went down that day. And I don't think I'd have been the woman that I am today had they come to kick him out if God had not intervened. So thank you, Lord. Daddy, you know what you be doing. So I appreciate you. And those women, I know sometimes I'm a lot to deal with. And I'm not apologizing for being a lot. I never will be because I love that shit. But I do want to thank y'all for being there and willing to put y'all lives in danger to save mine. Ooh, didn't expect to get emotional. But I really appreciate and love all of y'all for that. Mama, you already know what it is. Um, But yeah, I really appreciate y'all being willing to put yourselves in danger to protect me. I love y'all motherfuckers for real. So yeah, baby girl, we can do this. You can do this. Remember you are a goddess. You can leave. You don't have to put up with that bullish, okay? You're too beautiful. You're too fine, too smart, girl. To everything. But all right, y'all. I'm going to give y'all my email address, and it is stayregalradio at gmail. If you need me, please email me. Um, Reach out that way because I just, like, I'm about to start really getting official on my podcast stuff. So I got this email up and popping. It's an email that I check every day now. So you can find me there. You can find me on uh, Facebook at Stay Regal Radio. You can also find me on IG at Stay Regal Radio. Stay Regal Radio on all platforms. Um... I think I made a Twitter, but I think that's just for me. But I ain't checked it since I made it, y'all. So don't find me on Twitter because I'm not going to respond. But definitely on IG, Facebook, and email would be the best way. Reach out to me if you need help. If you don't want nobody to move on nothing, you don't want help on trying to leave, but you just need somebody to talk to, I will hold space for you. Um, I will pray with you. I will cleanse your energy with you. Um, we can set intentions over a blunt together. All of the above. All of the above. So reach out to me, y'all. It's Stay Regal Radio. That's S-T-A-Y-R-E-G-A-L-R-A-D-I-O. Stay Regal Radio at Gmail and on all social media platforms, you guys. So, before I go, I do want to let you guys know that I love you so very much. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to tonight's episode. And to, uh, remember, stay true, love you, fuck self-doubt, peace, and blessings. If you or anyone that you know is a victim or a victor, excuse me, of domestic violence and you need help, Please, please, please go ahead and follow these directions. If you are in the Phoenix area, you can um, call for a local shelter at 
602-263-8900. That's 602-263-8900. If you want to go ahead and call the national hotline, that is 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. As always, if you guys are in immediate danger, please call 911. I love you guys so much. Take care. Peace.